5: I I just want to read this text I got from Carver High in the uh, segment with Warren. Here it is, quote, shorthands for girls. What? I I don't really. (laughs) Anyway, as we get into the uh, third hour here, trying to get focused, stay focused. Uh, Big 10 commission, Kevin Warren, you said it best to me earlier. Break this down for me. If you were to have the opportunity to be the president of the Chicago Bears, or you were the commissioner already of one of the most profitable organizations in the world, the Big Ten. Why would you leave that job to go lose in Chicago and be blamed for everything? You don't get blamed to be the commissioner.
6: Doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Now, already everybody scrambled this afternoon. The Big Ten released a statement. The Bears released a statement. Everybody's saying that this isn't happening, which you know what that probably means, Scotty. Uh, that probably means that it is. Uh, when everybody starts running and putting out the statements, uh, that something's not going to happen. Honestly, if you're the, they're probably about the same money. You run the Big Ten. He just brought UCLA and USC into the fold. You're not, you're not blamed for losing, like you said. If the Bears lose all the time, what happens when he's the president and the CEO for three years? This guy sucks. Get him out. Uh, I mean, we don't, we don't want this guy. When does anybody ever say that about the commissioner of an athletic conference? pretty much never, especially the most powerful one now. I know the SEC's there with them. Probably the most powerful conference in all of the land at this point when you consider all the money that he's swimming in over there. I don't see any reason why he would leave. Yeah, and Chicago I'll tell you later.
5: what, I yeah. do believe, with based on basketball and football, that the Big Ten is bigger. I, I think the, yeah. the SEC, for my money, is a, for, for my money, primarily football. I think they're good in basketball. Right. I won't yeah. deny that. But they're not you know, Big Ten, you're talking about eight, nine teams getting into the tournament every year. People get mad that the Big Ten gets that kind of juice. Do you know why they get that kind of juice? Because that's how much money they make for the NCAA and for their own uh, conference. I'll say this about him. He just got that job. He just he just, right. he'd been in the job in the Big Ten for a year and a half at best and he's going to run out the door to Deal with the loser Chicago Bears. I mean, honestly, it makes no sense to me.
6: Now, I don't know a lot about Kevin Warren's background. I don't know where he's from. Is if he's a Chicago guy? Maybe he grew up a Bear fan and he's a, a Feedy Pajama Bear fan and he's loved the Bears his entire life. And maybe that's something that you know factors Whatever. into this. But. Uh, maybe it's his dream job to work for the Chicago. He worked for the Vikings before the Big Ten. He was a big right. part of getting that stadium built up there in Minnesota. Uh, I would keep the Big Ten job uh, if I were him. He's I, I he's already he bringing has in more <laughs>
5: power, more power. Yeah, running the I Big Ten too. than running in a single NFL entity.
6: Uh, look, and I, and I get why they probably want him. Also, we just gave you the nugget. He helped build the stadium in Minnesota. What have we talked about for the last year, year and a half with the Bears? The stadium situation stadium. Arlington Park. I, I but, but that's uh, all those, inevitable. All those things that, like that.
5: That's inevitable. It's, yeah. not, it's certainly not because uh, Kevin Warren can uh, make a couple phone calls. They're building a stadium in Chicago, nevertheless.
6: Uh, n- no question about that. So there you go with Kevin Warren. We'll see where that goes down the road. Pinstripe Bowl is still going 28 to 13, almost thankfully over. Uh, up it's there the at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. Forget this game. Let's get to what's on the table for the rest of the night. Oof. Get the Cheese It bag out, Scotty, uh, oh. in about a half an hour, 25, 30 minutes, down in Orlando, oh. where we have the Seminoles of Florida State. First, of course, we welcome in our radio affiliates, Feral Coast to Coast on a um. Thursday. Sirius XM 159, Sports Map, Sports Byline. Good to have you with us. Seminoles of Florida State, the Sooners of Oklahoma. On paper, Scotty, two of the Giants college football over the last 30 plus years but this year Oklahoma sucks they're catching 10 in Orlando against the Seminoles I think Florida State Scotty is going to run all over them coming up here in a little bit and I actually like the over I think both teams will score a bunch of points
5: yeah well I think if they run all over them I like the under I'm on the under in this game under 65 and a half if you noticed almost like literally every bowl game for the last 10 days has been under. And some people look at it like this. You go home for Christmas and you stuff your face, have a couple of beverages, uh, hang out with your old girlfriend. The last thing you want to do is go out and and play football uh, after the fact. And they're showing it, all these bowl games. That bowl game last night, Oregon and North Carolina, they had it up to 76. They got nowhere near that number. I'm not believing in one minute for Oklahoma to put up a ton of points tonight. They have been terrible all year.
6: And look, me and you were on uh, that under in the Kansas-Arkansas game. The only reason we didn't get the under is because those refs were on the take. Uh, that I'm sorry. That game was Over. At 38-23, the ref made a horrible call on a fumble uh, or else Arkansas would have kept the football and ran out the clock. The ref cost us that under. The ref cost everybody who bet Arkansas on the spread. That guy should be fired, Scotty. The ref in that, I hope he uh, gets shingles. <laughs> he was awful in that game. Uh, and we have Texas and Washington tonight. Alamo uh. Bowl, that is a big total as well. And I look, five, these always explosiveness in this game. Five of the last eight Alamo Bowls. Over 70 points. Penix tonight. Quinn Ewers over 67. Let's go. Circle the wagon, Scotty. Over tonight. Yeah.
5: I I just think, and I love Penix, and I'm crazy here because Texas has a lot of guys not playing in this game, but I still took Texas and Sarkeesian laying the three. It's a home game forum, for Christ's sakes. Yep. And you're probably right about the over, but I didn't touch it. I've been staying under on all these games. I went over a Texas Tech game, wasn't the point, and I, I lost that side.
4: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
5: You know, you can uh, place a single first-basket score bet on any NBA game up to $25, risk-free. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. The Bull Madness does not stop tonight, Carver High. It rolls right in to a pain-free Friday.
6: Uh, It really does roll right into it, and here's why I wanted to do this now. Of course, tomorrow, Friday, coast-to-coast, as always, at 3 p.m. Eastern, we're going to have, like, a slate here uh, tomorrow afternoon while we're doing coast-to-coast. All these games will have already started when we come on the air to do the show. First, the Duke's Mayo Bowl, Maryland and NC State uh, in Charlotte. This is the one, Scotty, where they dump all the mayo on the coach's head uh, after right. they win. Maryland and NC State, the Wolf Pack, minus one right now, 46-and-a-half the total.
5: Yeah, the, the guy getting in the bathtub full of mayonnaise is better than this game, actually. Yes. I don't want anything is, to do with this game.
6: Is. I don't either. Uh, this, is, this game is a straight, uh, complete pass for me. I want nothing to do with it. Uh, Perfect way to lose to money. Maybe some... Uh, Perfect is. But this next one I do like, the rolling hills of El Paso, a tradition unlike any other, the Sun Bowl with Pitt and UCLA, 2 o'clock Eastern kick tomorrow, UCLA minus 7.5, 54 is the total. I think the Bruins roll them, Scotty, 10-plus point win.
5: Like a blunt, and I like the over. It's uh, 54. Mm. I think they'll put up 70 in this game, these two.
6: Uh, And now, this last one actually starts a little bit after we get on the air. And you know we're going to be involved. Notre Dame on during coast to coast tomorrow. I mean, you got to be kidding me here. (laughs) Notre Dame and South Carolina in the Gator Bowl. Minus three and a half for the Irish. Fifty and a half is the total down in Duval County, home of the Jaguars, there in Jacksonville.
5: Let's go.
3: <laughs>
5: Fight! Love it. There you Give go. Give me the
6: Irish. 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 Let's go, baby. Next uh, year, we're, we're national champions
5: with, with Sam Hartman. They win it Sammy. all.
6: Sammy. I can't wait for them to post the number. We're going to go out and grab it. Irish to win the title. We're going to go grab the number. As soon as they put it on the board, uh, let's go. We already one. talked about all these other games. We talked about Arkansas and Kansas. The ref stole it. Uh, all the under tickets and the Arkansas uh, spread so tickets all stolen. So what was the deal? What, what did it
5: end at? It was it two and a hook? Did Joe win his bet? Yeah.
6: No, uh, Joe did not uh, win his bet. You got Joe had Arkansas. Well, he won the money line bets. He had Arkansas money line. He had Arkansas minus two and a half. He had Mar- Arkansas minus six and a half. He had Arkansas minus nine and a half. He had, he had them, and he was covering them all at 38 to 13. Uh,
5: and then <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not when blew, blew, blew it ended. in the
6: second half. That's not what he – he told me he cashed out a few of them uh, when they were up 38 to 13. Uh, I guess he was nervous uh, that something like that might happen. Oregon beat North Carolina on a last-minute touchdown. Texas Tech, uh, they throttled Ole Miss. Ole Miss got embarrassed uh, last night, 42 to 25. Lane Kiffin, he was going for it on fourth. Did you watch this guy, Scott? He was going for it on fourth down at his own 11, going for it on fourth down all over the field. Uh, Then he was real heated after the game. He said the Texas Tech player spit on one of his guys and used a racial slur. uh, Bad night all around uh, for the Ole Ole Miss Rebs. Uh, and Texas Tech gave their coach a six-year extension right before the game, so he was happy that, and went and took it out on them afterwards. So, Lane Kiffin, uh, good job. See you next year, my man. There's you your college bowls. You lose. Uh, I want to get NBA in because we have games tonight, but there's a few cuts. I just absolutely have to play you some uh, interesting stuff from last night. Pistons beat the Magic 121-101. to Now, whatever, Magic lost. There was a like a little bit of a scrap in this game, Scotty, a fight. Now, as you know, Detroit was the home uh, of the malice at the Palace uh, way back in the day. I don't think, uh, you know, obviously there's probably been some skirmishes there before. Listen to the PA announcer in Detroit uh, when a fight breaks out on the field, clear as day. Basically, yell, "Do not leave your seats!" Here it is, Valley Sports Detroit. Yeah. Continue. And Orlando with a
0: turnover. Oh, Moe no, Vagner pushes Killian Hayes into the crowd, and now a melee. Right at the Pistons bench.
3: They got to be careful.
0: Nobody
6: moves. Nobody moves. Do not move from your seat. Do not move. Let them go
3: floor. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Do you
5: remember? Uh, I will never forget uh, watching Ron Artest. Sculling that fan right in the oh head. I mean, just sculling yeah. this guy with a haymaker. I mean, just a full-on haymaker right to his oh, skull. Man. That was awesome.
6: Yeah, that was uh, the malice at the Palace. Uh, Wizards beat the Suns last night. Nets beat the Hawks 108-107. to 107. Uh, they blew a lead. Uh, Kevin Durant, we're not going to listen to him today. We had enough of him uh, yesterday, Scotty. Heat beat the Lakers 112-98. to I do want to play LeBron. Here's LeBron. Only cares about winning, only plays to win, and his team never wins. Uh, here he is.
7: You know, I want to win and, and give myself a chance to, to, to win and still compete for championships. Um, that has always been my... My passion has always been my goal since I entered the league. I had an 18-year-old kid out of Akron, Ohio. And I know it takes steps to get there. But once you get there, you know how to get there. Um, playing basketball at this level just to be playing basketball is not, it's not in my DNA. It's not it in my DNA um, anymore. So... You know well then retire see what happens and see how, how fresh my mind stays over the, over the next couple of years
5: well he's not winning uh, with the LA Lakers so there's only one thing left to do and that's go make movies because you're not winning titles right. with that team or and here we go again with this guy would Howard play to leave LA for some other team to win chips uh, he's he's not getting one there.
6: I don't understand. We like, already what's got what's one there. And that, that, he, bubble, he that bubble
5: gum title they won the down in the bubble title. Coast. Yeah. The bubble gum
6: title. Now, the bubble gum title, he did get one there. Now, Bulls did beat the Bucks in overtime last night, 119 oh to 113, oh which I can't I lost I know. that bad. We talked about oh this yesterday. I'm uh, done. DeRozan had a big I'm shot done. in overtime to win it. I, I can't go with that. How about Grayson Allen again? In the mix. So there's a hard foul in this game. And, of course, you know that Allen's involved. And the guys on NBC Sports Chicago, they really hate him in that town. Uh, here we go. Let's yeah, see what well,
8: happens. I want to see this. Was there something extra after the... Yeah, oh, that, that's a, on, yeah, that's Grayson same, Allen. I, I, I listen, every time something like this happens, his go-to <laughs> default
5: setting is to do something a little extra. Yeah, he, he's...
6: And, a, then, he, a, he's, and, he, he and then he puts his
5: hands up and says, oh, well, I didn't do anything at all. Uh, what a revelation that Grayson Allen's a dirty player. I mean, we've only <laughs> known know. that now for 10 years. <laughs>
6: Uh, Absolutely amazing. Uh, Pelicans beat the T-Wolves last night. Zion had uh, 43. He scored 14 straight at one point. D'Angelo Russell, he wasn't happy about it. Here we go.
1: Yeah, I mean, he just ran through my guy, took the ball. He's playing football. We playing basketball. We can't touch him or guard him, so good for him. (laughs)
5: Uh, I I think he's right. He's a bull in a china shop. You can't stop (laughs) him. And let me say this about the Bucks: I am effing done with the Milwaukee Bucks. Not only am yeah, I not going to ever bet I on know. them again, I'm going to root against them every single game they play forevermore <laughs> in eternity. I hate I'm the Milwaukee you. Bucks. I hate them dead. I know you do. Dead.
6: Uh, I know you do. Uh, I, I would have give lost the rest more of, money you...
5: off of that stupid team. They can't beat anybody. They suck. I hate that. Backdoor
4: cover.
6: Syracuse yeah. oh. backdoor oh, yeah. cover. Oh, my
4: God.
0: The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw
5: Time to bust the cabin, yo ass. It's Adam Kaplan on a Thursday night football special tonight with a game that is so horrific they should have played it at Halloween. The Cowboys and the naked, stark raving naked Titans playing tonight with Josh effing Dobbs as their quarterback. I will not be watching. Adam.
8: <laughs> oh man, this is going to have a preseason vibe. First you got of all, that let's get- right. Let's get to the Titans, that's okay? What I the, that, it. the 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 team that's hosting, they were gonna be without not one, not two, not five, not seven, not eight. Ten starters tonight. Mostly due to injuries. Some they are just gonna to rasp to have injuries because this game for the Titans has no bearing on their ability to make the playoffs. It comes down to next week's game against Jacksonville for the division. That great AFC South. But nevertheless, yeah, it's gonna be Josh Jobs. You might remember him as a former Steeler fourth round pick. Now with five teams, just got signed off the Lions practice squad last week. And here's what's going to happen. If he plays well tonight, he'll start the finale. You could bet on that. At this point, they need anything to get their quarterback position going. And by the way, Ryan Tannehill, not only is he out today, they put him on injured reserve. So what would happen is this. And they they also put Bud Dupree, their best pass rusher, on on IR today as well. So what would happen is with the guys who were put on IR today, the only time they'd be available would be for the AFC championship game. they got to serve two games here. Then two in the playoffs, which would be the wild card round and divisional round. So you can you can forget about that. They're in major trouble tonight. And my personal line for this one, I know it's thirteen to fourteen, would be seventeen points. That's how much this should be a blowout. Uh, the Cowboys, though, they're they're probably not going to use Tony Pollard tonight. He's got a thigh injury. He didn't do anything in, in during their their walkthroughs. He's out. He's listed as questionable. Yeah, uh, I, I don't see them risking him here. Now the only thing here, if you're playing this game, understand something. Once they get up super big, that's when they can pull starters in the fourth quarter. That's when you you play a big number, you always worry about that. But the fact of the matter is this game should not be close. This should be a blowout. And yes, the Cowboys played phenomenal football. Their best game of the season was in last week's divisional win against the Eagles.
5: Speaking of the Eagles, you still feel, no matter what the Cowboys do tonight... That they'll finish off the deal and win the East and get the bye and home field throughout. Do you not believe that? And do you believe that Hertz is playing this week because he took first team reps today?
8: Yeah, a couple things here. So this is the first day that he's he's tested this injured right shoulder. Here, here the other thing that we have to understand is we have to see how he feels tomorrow after to throwing for the first time. And by the way, it's not just a right shoulder sprain, as I understand, there are a couple things going on with it. The, the key here is even if he works tomorrow and feels good, he's got to get clear for contact. Because it, it remember, all as you know in practice, you cannot touch a quarterback. For You can't even breathe on him in, in practice. So at any time of the year, by the way, training camp, OTAs, practice during the regular season, you, you, you can't touch him. So they have to make sure that he can do this. But here's the great thing about him practicing today. That means he's making progress. Last week, I'm told he didn't do anything. He just rehabbed this week. Today, this is their first practice. Yesterday, they had a walkthrough. He didn't, he didn't participate in their walkthrough yesterday. But this is a good sign. Now, while that's positive, here's here's here are the negative injuries here. Lane Johnson, their star right tackle, he's out indefinitely. The, their hope is, and he hopes to, be able to play in that first playoff game, which would be a divisional round if they clinch on Sunday. He's going to have to have surgery on this abdominal injury. It's a very odd injury. And that, that injury, uh, unfortunately, it's something that, Look, he can have a setback when he plays in the playoffs and be done. And they're, they're, what they'll probably do is go with Jack Driscoll, his backup. He actually came in and did a decent job. Though they could move Jordan Mylotta to left tackle to right. He's actually played right tackle before. Uh, but most likely it'll be Driscoll. And then Avanti Maddox, their, their slot corner. This is a guy that's very important to their defense. A lot of teams will go 11 personnel against them in the playoffs. He might not even return for any, as far as they go. He's got a very significant, I'm told, toe injury. And that's a problem. His backup, Josiah Scott, has been getting picked on. And you saw that in the Dallas game. Don't forget Cha- Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who at one point in the season, I think he still might be leaving the NFL in interceptions. He- he's got the lacerated kidney. They don't have an exact time frame. He's definitely not playing this week. Their hope is that he'll be back for that first playoff game. So Pharrell, right now, you worry about these things. The Eagles might have the best record in the National Football League, but they've got injury issues in a, pr- in a pretty big way.
5: Do you think that uh, New Orleans is going to give them a game at the link? Because they've won two in a row, and and they punched the Browns right in the mouth. I was talking to Warren Sharp about it. He likes their chances.
8: A couple things with the Saints here, which would worry me, though, a little bit here. Alvin Kamara's got a quadriceps injury. The only chance they have to win is he must play. He didn't work today, and he didn't work yesterday. And I know he had a personal issue, so he was away from the team earlier this week. This is how bad it is. David Johnson, you might remember him well into his 30s at running back. He would be the guy who would fill in if Kamara can't play. Remember, Mark Ingram, his backup, Kamara's backup is done for the season with a knee injury. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, who's not played Pharrell in 10 weeks, their best corner. He's working more. They still don't know yet. And Marcus May, one of their starting safeties, it doesn't look good for him. He's missed five straight practices, so they're beat up. But the reason why Pharrell, this line is only six and a half, it's very simple. This is a 10- to 12-point line with Jalen Hurts definitely playing. Without him, it's a 6- to 7-point line. That's why it's 6.5. Do I believe they have a chance to win? Yes. But do, they, do I think the Eagles will cover? I think this could be a tight game, especially if Camaro plays and if only if is a starter. I give Minshew credit. You and I talked about this on Monday. He played great football, but it's a major difference because of the run game, the run game element that Hurts gives football, the, the defenses. He's really hard to defend. So
5: going back to the Thursday night game tonight at Nissan in Nashville, uh, yes. I see that 75% of the public is on the over. Do you think, and that seven of the last eight Cowboy games have gone over, do you think that Dallas will score 40 or more on the Titans tonight in this game?
8: Anyway, you cut it. I think looks high 20s, low 30s, by the way, it's just a rain tonight, and then with the, with the Titans, can they score 10 points? Now, Josh Dobbs. I'll say this about Josh Dobbs: This guy's been around a long time. He's got decent arm strength, but they just don't have a great pass target group. That's the problem. And don't forget, Derrick Henry is not expected to play tonight. Hassan Haskins should be the guy, the rookie, the fourth runner from Michigan, who they love. He fits that power profile. He should get a lot of carries tonight. But uh, J- Julius Chestnut should be the backup, who's an undrafted free agent. But the bottom line is, for it's going to be hard for the Titans. They just don't score that they they have severe problem scoring. The one thing you could do tonight though, though the Titans run defense is great, you could throw on that secondary. Their secondary's got two guys out in that area.
5: All right, let's talk about the Panthers Bucks game at Raymond James. There's some injuries uh, that we're dealing with in this one.
8: Yeah, and who knew this game would actually have the division on the line here? The Panthers know they got to pretty much win this game and the final game to have a chance to get in the playoffs, particularly to win the division. So. Here's the problem now. Both starting corners are out. J.C. Horn, who's, who's a stud, first-round pick last year. He's out with wrist surgery. Their hope is if, if they are in the playoffs, somehow he'd be able to come back. And don't forget, they lost their other starting corner uh, for the season. Dante Jackson weeks ago tore his Achilles. So they're going to go with C.J. Henderson, who's done a good job. He was a former first-round pick for the Jaguars. He, he was acquired last year at the trade deadline. He, he's been starting. And Keith Taylor is their fourth corner. He's got to start. I understand the Bucs are not doing well in their past game, but the one thing the Bucs have is depth at wide receiver, super heavy 11 personnel. That's the way they're going to beat the Panthers this week. Now, w- with the Bucs on defense, they've got some problems at cornerback. Carlton Davis, their best corner, he's got a shoulder problem. He's done anything yet. He's not been clear to play. And their other starting corner, Jamel Dean, he's missed the last two games with a toe injury. That does worry me a little bit. And what should not be a very high-scoring game, the Panthers, though, they – how about the running game last week? Just incredible. That's keeping them in this divisional race. And look, if they win this game for all, and look at the line—it's only how the Bucks are only minus three—that's surprising to me.
5: Well, that's because Carolina is playing way better football than they are. Uh, what do you think is going to happen to uh, Brady when it's all said and done? Because now I'm reading this stuff today about him getting, going on some revenge tour it. in the broadcast booth. I don't even know what the yeah. hell that's about. But what do you think he's going to yeah.
8: do? <laughs> There are a ton of rumors. So I, I, I reported three years ago, or is it two? Yeah, uh, actually, yeah, 2020 season. That the Raiders really wanted him, but they were not comfortable with some of the things he was asking for, so they backed off. They never made him an offer, and that was that. I don't buy the the rumors to New England. Uh, I know the Patriots need to kind of redevelop. Matt Jones. He struggled, no doubt about it. But the issue is the coaching there and how he's being how he's being managed. It's got to be better. But J- Jones has to play better. We know that. There'll be five or six teams in it for him. The question is, what do the Bucks do a quarterback and Pharrell, We'll go. We're going to go over this more tomorrow about the Derek Carr situation. I'm not joking about this. I my count is 14 teams right now who do not know who their quarterback is going to be next year, and that's including the Bucks.
5: 14. So, uh, so you think there's a chance? At the very least, it smells like you're saying that he might go to Vegas.
8: He could go and no. Remember, uh, two years ago, yeah, 2020 season, pandemic year. The Raiders wanted him badly, and they backed off. They just were not comfortable. It wasn't just the what money.
0: About
8: now? Some of the extras, well, it's going to come down to what he would potentially want. And obviously, Josh McDaniels, he's got a great relationship. Right. That, that changes it here. That changes it here. Because remember, it was Gruden and Mark Davis who wanted Brady. It was actually Mark Davis. But my understanding was, once they found out there were some perks he wanted with the deal, some extras, and they were not comfortable with it, it's Mark Davis was not comfortable with it, and they backed off.
5: Well, you know, uh, maybe they should consider giving him the perks, considering they never win with anybody. Maybe they need someone that knows how to win.
8: And Josh McDaniels is there now. That changes it. So, yeah, let's keep an eye on that for sure.
5: I mean, it's going to be unbelievable. Uh, I cannot wait uh, for tomorrow. We'll do a double shot with you. And we were talking already about that Bills-Bengal game Monday night. How fantastic is that going to be in the jungle?
8: Can't wait. I got some notes on on the Bills' offense, which will interest you guys. And our guy, Carver.
5: Carver High told me that he thinks the Bills are going to win by two touchdowns against (laughs) the Bengals in Cincinnati. I have seen it all. Double shot tomorrow, Cap. Enjoy that crappy preseason game tonight.
0: The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot
5: All right, Carver, High. They are underway, Florida State and Oklahoma. And I mean to tell you, Florida State went down the field in about three plays. They are in the kitty cat zone now at the five. And it's third and goal. And they drop it in the end zone. So it looks like they're going to kick a field goal. But, boy, it was like one run, one pass, one run, and they were at the five. I mean, that Oklahoma defense was like melted butter. They looked so bad.
6: Oklahoma defense is awful this year. It's I think the worst run defense they've had at Oklahoma in the last 35 years. How's that or possible? Something like with that? I, I mean, it's just I, you know. How is that uh, possible? It just didn't do a good job. Uh, didn't do a good job this year. That's for sure. Uh, we'll see if uh, what it looks like they are going to go for three here and at least get They're themselves kicking the field on goal the board.
3: May-
5: okay. I'll for take field goals all our day.
6: Yeah, I know you'll take. I need touchdowns. You need field goals. That's how this one's gonna go uh, so you at the Cheez It high. Bowl in Orlando. Uh, let's get to tonight's NBA. We have a lot to do here before we leave. NBA, NHL, college rack. Like, there's so much going. Oklahoma City in Charlotte tonight against the Hornets. Let's start there. Thunder getting one and a half on the road at the Hive. Two thirty-eight and a half is the total.
5: Wow. Well. I think the Thunder are better than the Hornets. I love Shea Gilgis. I really do. But this smells to me like LaMelo show tonight at The Buzz. I I like the Hornets tonight because of LaMelo and no other reason. They stink. But he doesn't.
6: They do. Uh, The Cavs are in Indiana against the Pacers. Four and a half point Road favorites for Cleveland. Two twenty-three and a half is the total.
5: I mean... this is a, a home team to me, the Cavs. I, I just don't trust them on the road. I don't know why. I just don't feel it. I, I'll take those points uh, in Indy with the Pacers.
6: Clippers have been playing very well on this East Coast trip that they are on right now. Of course, they had those back-to-back wins in Detroit and Toronto earlier this week. In Boston tonight against the Celtics. Celtics minus 6.5, half, half the total.
5: I just can't uh, go against uh, Tatum, Brown, Smart and the Celtics. I'm laying, I laid 6. They just don't lose at the Garden. Now they might. It could happen. But why is it that right. that it never happens?
6: Never happens. Uh, never happens. And you got a little reminder to remember out. the Clippers. Clippers beat them up in LA a couple of weeks ago when the Boston was on that West Coast trip. Uh, maybe a little payback for the Celtics tonight. Grizzlies are in Toronto against the Raptors. Grizzlies road favorites. minus two and a half, two twenty-eight and a half 228 and is the
5: total. I mean, they are literally three times better than the Raptors. Why is that number only two and a half? Yeah. I'm going to take Toronto. I don't trust that number.
6: The Grizz tonight. I like Toronto as well getting the two and a half. Knicks in San Antonio against the Spurs after that awful loss in Dallas against the Mavericks the other night. Now they are five-and-a-half-point road favorites down there in San Antonio, 224-and-a-half the total.
5: Mike, that was more about Luka Doncic than it was the Knicks uh, losing. Uh, The Knicks should have won the game. They were up nine with 35 seconds left, and they blew it. But they played really well in Dallas. I'm on the Knicks tonight to whack the Spurs, and I bet it.
6: All right. Uh, I'm with you. And finally, speaking of Luca, the Mavericks have the Rockets in Dallas tonight minus ten and a half for the Mavs two twenty five and a half to total. Know this, uh, and we've said this the last few weeks. Rockets aside from the, the other night other- in Boston, I mean they've not only been covering some of these big numbers, Scott, they've been winning some of these games outright.
5: I like the Rockets tonight with the number because the Mavericks uh, literally shot their wad against the Knicks. And they even admitted how gassed they were afterwards. They needed beer. Uh, So I don't think they're taking the Rockets seriously tonight. They think this is a walk in the park game for them. They just want to get the W. I'll take the fat bank of points.
6: Uh, there you go. Uh, small schedule in the NBA tonight uh, with all that great uh, NFL game that you have going on. So only It's better in the games. NFL. Uh, it is better in the NFL game. Uh, hockey. Everybody loves hockey. Uh, now for, everybody does love hockey. Tampa beat Montreal last night 4-1. How about the Penguins up 4 nothing in the first period last night? You
5: like that, don't and you? And end up
6: losing... In overtime to the Red Wings, 5-4. Like to four.
5: What the hell
6: was that? You like that? Uh, from the Pens. That was, I couldn't believe it when I saw that. Uh, Bruins I couldn't beat believe the Devils it I was
5: watching it, and I couldn't believe it. I was watching it, and I was throwing things. I mean, they suck. Not only that, that was I think a, the Devils will yeah. beat them tomorrow night in Pittsburgh, too.
6: Yes, uh, Devils are in Pittsburgh tomorrow night. Uh, Dev- Bruins beat the Devils last night at the Rock, three to one. They got the victory Cutter. there. Uh, l- late night, uh, Ducks beat the Knights three two in the shootout. Can Flames beat the Kraken. I know the Ducks beating the Knights. Uh, it's just it's amazing what goes on sometimes. Uh, a couple of fines for the Leafs. Uh, Sheldon Keefe, twenty five grand, demeaning conduct towards the refs. He gave the refs the business. <laughs> In that game the other night, Scotty. And then here's the other good one. How about 100 k for leaving early for St. Louis during the three-day mandatory Christmas break? Basically, the Leafs got all their guys on the plane on the night of the 26th, and they left before midnight, which is against the CBA because uh, they wanted to get into St. Louis where they played the next day a Who little bit cares? earlier. Stupidity. Uh, 100 grand. Who cares? Uh, they How ridiculous
5: is that? Stupid. Like, uh, honestly... How pathetic and petty is that? Like, who gives a rat's effing ass when they fly to their next game? At what hour? Are you well, kidding me? This That can't well, even be real.
6: But meanwhile, they flew at 1030. If they would have flown at 1201 a.m., there would have been no fine because it would have been the 27th. Stupidity. Well, you know what they uh, should have done quarter.
5: Quarter. is what I would have done is I would have gotten like, you know, can we get some escorts on the plane and I'll see you at you, midnight. You
6: can't. It's dumb because if they're playing on the road on the 27th, and they want all these, they want, they want all these teams to travel the morning of the game. It's just so yeah. dumb. I, I I can't believe how stupid uh, the That's NHL is. That's your boy Gary Bettman. yeah, I know. The, the old curmudgeon. With That's what he's become. Yes. A uh, lot of games tonight. Let's go. Buffalo finally gets back in the action. Uh, they haven't played in like a week. They've had like two games canceled because of the snowstorm. Uh, that has crippled that city. Uh, Red Wings are in town tonight. Sabres minus 165, 6.5 a half's the total.
5: I like Detroit. After what they did last night, they got to be uh, just absolutely jacked. Go for it. Win another one.
6: Uh, Montreal, after last night in Tampa, now they are in sunrise against the Panthers. Panthers minus 375, 6.5 the total again.
5: Yeah, look, uh, Florida's going to win this game. I'm not betting that much money on a hockey team ever in my life.
6: Rangers are in Tampa against the Lightning tonight. Good one. Lightning minus 140 plus a $1. buck 15 for the Rangers, a flat six, the total.
5: I like the Lightning tonight, and uh, it's that simple. I like that price. That's a price I can deal with.
6: Ottawa in D.C. against the Caps. Caps minus one seventy-five. cents plus a buck forty-five.
5: You know, I think the Capitals are going to win this game. And you know, the one thing is, I keep talking about that Senators power play. If they get that going, it's not the worst bet in the world to take the goal and a half at minus a buck sixty-five.
6: Uh, the Islanders are at the horse track again tonight. Uh, Columbus, who is awful. Comes into town. Islanders minus 250. Six and a half the total.
5: Lay the goal and a half at a buck five. You're Gandhi. The Islanders are going to smoke the jackets. They suck.
6: Uh, Dallas in Minnesota against the Wild. Minus 120 for Minnesota. Plus 100 for the Stars.
5: I bet the Wild today minus a buck 20.
6: Blackhawks in St. Louis against the Blues. The Blackhawks are just absolutely awful. Plus 220, Blues minus 275, flat six total.
5: You know, I would probably lay the goal and a half at minus a buck five with the Blues.
6: Winnipeg has Vancouver in town tonight. Pharrellipeg minus 150, Canucks plus 125, six and a half the total.
5: Yeah, you see why that uh, Canuck team getting a goal and a half is two Bills because they've been playing good hockey, right? So, you know what? That might be a decent dog day afternoon at a buck and a quarter with Vancouver. Steal one in Winnipeg.
6: Toronto is at the college rink tonight uh, to take on Arizona in Tempe. uh, Minus 300 for Toronto tonight, plus 240 for Arizona. Flat six the total.
5: Those goal and a half has to be wrong, right? It just has to be wrong.
6: Uh, goal and a half, uh, Leafs minus one and a half at minus 120. And the Coyotes getting a goal and a half at plus 100.
5: I oh, still like the Leafs man. to kill them. I don't care what the number is. <laughs> They're going to kill them.
6: Uh, Kings are in Colorado tonight against the Avalanche. Minus 155 for the Avs, plus 130 for the Kings.
5: I like, I like the Kings. And here's another thing I want to say. How absolutely irrelevant have the Chicago Blackhawks become? Are they even in uh, professional sports so. anymore? They are not even a professional sports team anymore. They're a minor league outfit. That is unbelievable to me. You know, I used to live in Chicago a couple times in my life and the Blackhawks always mattered, even when they sucked. Now they suck so bad they don't matter.
6: Fact. They do not matter. Uh, anymore. They do at not all. matter. They're uh, taking $20. Finally, $20 I would the, pay uh... to go see the, uh, the,
5: the Blackhawks. That's it.
6: On the, finally, on the glass. On the glass. We have been very good uh, late night overs at the Shark Tank. Tonight the Flyers oh. are in town to take on the Sharks. Sharks are minus 165, plus 135 are the Flyers. It's the over six and a half that I will be involved in,
5: plus plus 100. I like the over and the Flyers.
6: Flyers, little torts on the West Coast there. Oklahoma's yeah. moving, by the way, Scotty. Uh, I saw Oklahoma's Ooh. inside the 20 uh, here against Florida State. They have a All first right, let's get a field goal. right now. Let's hit, it. Uh, let's let's hit get... a goal post. Oh, yeah, let's a goal post. Uh, hit we have lots of college rack tonight. There was a lot of games Ooh. last night. UConn did one. They stayed undefeated. Houston won by, like, 40. Auburn beat Florida. Mizzou beat Kentucky. LSU beat Arkansas. Xavier won by five out at Seca against St. John's. I and told New you Mexico LSU also. would win
5: at Maravich.
6: Yes, yes. And LS, uh New Mexico State undefeated as well. They Easy beat money. Colorado State by 19. Nevada had a good one against Boise. 74-72. Uh, they ended up winning. Uh, here's tonight. Let's go. Providence and Butler, Iowa and Nebraska. Michigan plays the Chippewas tonight. Central Michigan, Georgetown and DePaul, Tulane and Cincinnati. We'll start there.
5: Okay, so I think Providence will get upset in Indy at Hinkle by Butler. Iowa, I still think, handles their business in Lincoln. Michigan rolls. I think DePaul barely beats Georgetown, but I think they'll cover and and win by five or six. I love Cincinnati at home over Tulane.
6: Quickly, late-night hoops, Utah and Cal, San Francisco and Santa Clara, Colorado and Stanford, BYU Pacific, UC Davis and Hawaii, the Midnight East
5: special. Uh, the bet is Santa Clara minus one and a half against the Dons. In Santa Clara, and I like BYU to cover to six and a hook at the Pacific Base
4: SportsGrid.com: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, 24/7, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
7: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
0: Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling.
5: all right for all the finish time uh sad news Pele has died at 82. I'll sum it up this way when he was 17 years old in a world cup final in 1958 he scored two goals in the final at 17. He won three World Cups. No one has ever done that. He is God when it comes to soccer, football, etc. The passing of Pele is enormous in the sports world. Absolutely enormous. And you knew it was coming. He's been in hospice for several weeks. Uh, condolences. Marlon signed uh, Gene Segura to a two year deal for 17 million. Now he won't hit for them. (laughs) New York City dad calls 911 with his kids in the car after he mowed down his wife and then got out and stabbed her to death to finish her off in front of his kids. And he called 911 to let him know that he did it. Like, I mean, you should have just kept driving, bro. You might've made Florida. You know, you could have had a couple of days in the sun. Louisiana worker fired after dumping cold water on a homeless woman in sub zero weather. How much of a D do you have to be to pour cold water on a homeless person when it's zero degrees outside? I hope she dies. Not the homeless woman, mm-hmm. the other woman. Disney issues behavior warnings to guests as fighting has increased in the parks ever since carver high and coach young went to disney world the numbers have been spiking it happens everywhere he goes vegas etc it's just never ending the emotions run high when carver highs in the building it's a lot like elvis when elvis shows up the women start sweating when carver high shows up fights break out it's unbelievable gtv is next Go to PharrellandEvents.com for all my action. I'll see you tomorrow at Coast to Coast.
7: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from Coast to Coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or.